0: Every fourteen-year-old boy develops a furtive obsession that usually fizzles out before ever seeing the light of day. More often than not, these obsessions involve fourteen-year-old girls and can be comfortably filed by concerned mothers under such safe headings as natural curiosity and growing pains. At fourteen, I developed an obsession that left my concerned mother feeling bewildered and estranged. One bored summer in the early eighties, I wasted whole days on end becoming acquainted with test match cricket In September of that year the obsession intensified when myself and my younger brother bought a cricket bat in Cleary's for £9 For weeks our speechless family looked on as we hurtled windfalls at each other in the back garden Schoolwork eventually suffered During each successive winter I lay awake night after night trying to hear fragments from the far side of the world Radio 3 commentators described the fireworks of Bombay The gardens of Auckland, the rain of Georgetown, Guyana, the mountains of Peshawar, the political unrest in Colombo, the cool sea breeze of Perth. None of my school friends were aware of my obsession. The worst scenario I imagined involved my being made an outcast among my contemporaries. Cricket was horrifyingly uncool, and anyone who liked it would be too weird for words. So I said nothing. While my friends bought tapes and their first bottle of Old Spice, I saved up for a Richard Hadley ball. Cricket became a love that dared not speak its name. Call all this a case study of an experience that's more common than most people would believe. I've since found more than a few people with the same obsession and a home from home in a small rural club just off the main road between Balbriggan and Swords. If you're lucky, The ground of Knockbrack CC can be the most handsome in the whole of the Leinster League. If you're unlucky, it can be nothing more than a damp, draughty hill that commands views of two fields of barley and the gable of a bungalow. Either way, it is the home of one of the oldest cricket clubs in Ireland. Great,
1: great grandfather played. My grandfather played. My dad played. Now I play. We've all played in the one club and the one team. It seems to be a bit of a tradition. The one yeah. club, yeah. yeah. My grandfather
2: played. In it. My father played in it. Yeah. Now well, I played in it, and now my son is
3: playing in it. That's what? four generations. With regard to the Napryck club itself, like it is one of the oldest clubs in Fingal cricket. I'm Not really sure now who's the second oldest club in it, but Napryck is reckoned to be the oldest club in it. And uh, I don't think they've had any break in Fingal cricket in all of that time now. I don't know, the Raymond could Oh yeah, there cricket. was a break. Uh, the time of the Black and Tans, the war, there was a break of a few years. And actually, my uncle John, John, old, John, John yeah. his father, uh, Kit Lindsay, there was three of us, three brothers. Eamon, Tom, Anne, John. and John. Mew, yeah. We started the cricket up, it was a lapse of a couple of years like, during that Black and Tan War. Mm-hmm. So we started it up in 1925, and uh, from that on it prospered. No break. There was no break yeah. from that on. Yeah. <laughs> in mm-hmm. the 1930s, uh, there was a team almost of Muir's. Ten turned out to play a game, with the exception of Kit Lindsay. Ten Muir turned out. We'd hope could <laughs> What was that? Mirrors. Was that now in a, a league, or, or was it just uh, a friendly? Or no, something? it was a friendly. friendly. a friendly. Yeah. And who? Have you yeah. any idea who it was? Again? I have. I could t- I could name them all. Yeah, we'll name well, for. Well, there was three. There was uh, three. Two brothers of mine: Tom, Eamon, John. There was my uncle John and my uncle Frank. There was uh, Charlie Muir and Peter Muir. There was Jim Jim Muir in Nick's town. and there was Tommy Muir and Peter Muir. Okay. Thank you.
0: Today's incarnation is a far cry from those early pioneers who first wielded bat and ball on this turf over a century ago. Today. Knockbrack is one of the smallest clubs in Leinster, fielding three teams in the lower leagues.
3: Well, we wouldn't have any more, I'd say, than at, at most, even with, with three player teams. members and non-playing members, we wouldn't have any more, I'd say, than about 50 at most. Now, that's yeah, male. There's it's a few it. women attached to the club as well that does catering, and so forth and that and helps the teas on Sunday. But male-wise, um, within the club, I'd say there's not more than 50. Oh, there, wouldn't. No. there wouldn't be more than 50. I'd say, I'd say there'd only be about 50 overall. Oh. Counting tea ladies, even. Yeah. Well, my, maybe in around, in, 50, in, 50, in around the 50 mark. Considered a small club, like, yeah. like, you know, but um, three teams. Like we three teams now at the moment.
0: The field is on loan from a farmer whose innings came to an end decades ago and whose generosity is now commemorated with an annual Challenge Cup. With views on a good day of both the Sugarloaf and the Mourns, it houses a tea room that does for committee meetings, two toilets with doors that won't lock and a dressing room that's matched by a shed on the far side of the pitch with a forlorn sign reading visitors propped against its side wall. Like all small clubs Nockbrack's exchequer is forever teetering on the brink.
2: Every year uh, we have a subscription to the club and uh, members have to pay uh, around, sometimes around maybe Thirty pounds, and the juniors maybe plays ten pounds, like, and then we run poker classics, and we run uh, sponsored walks, sponsored walks, and anything different, uh, things like that that would make money. And uh, then we have sometimes we have generally have a dinner dance at the end of the season. At fourteen, glued
0: to to the the radio in the small hours, I assumed that when I inevitably strolled to the wicket to play my first game it would be in a more illustrious setting. There would be a large crowd in short sleeves, a hot sun and a flat manicured outfield across which the effortlessly stroked ball would gain in speed. I never imagined a blustery field on the side of a hill with a thoroughly disinterested horse looking on, and mud flying everywhere, and Lambay Island receding into Mizzle in the distance. The ground itself, the only place that now bears the townland title of Knockbreck, is notoriously difficult for visiting teams to find.
3: Second left after mortars of the lack lap- lap- brings us up here, right. but even still some of them gets lost. They take the fourth left. Especially
2: the lads from Dundalk, they get lost. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: but I, I have seen player, I have seen yeah, teams lost get, the get the lost well. down here, like you know. I mean, some mm. of them, like if you, if you make the mistake after you pass motors to the left and you take the first left, you would finish up above with a na- place called the Knight's Head. You finish up, <laughs> with and the you're throwing right, and you go to the Nialls. So they're miles away. Yeah. Whereas if you come to the second left, you come straight up to the cross here. Like, you know, and it's just to call this out, but uh, I mean, some of them have got
0: last. Just follow the instructions in the season's handbook. Some warm Saturday towards the end of May, take the northbound motorway from Dublin until you reach the second left after Marta's pub. From there, the way narrows up through a smattering of 70s bungalows and road signs drowned in cow parsley. At the top of that hill, there is a crossroads with a name still just about in use. Somewhere down the right turn that says cul-de-sac, on the right-hand side, there should be a cluster of cars at a gate, a flat field, a smell of grass freshly cut, and a dozen or so men in white, convinced that every move they make belongs to some grander pattern. At least that's how the idyll goes. The whole makeup of the game white flannels and sun hats and drinks intervals and pavilions and teas, was clearly designed to preserve the fair skin of colonials somewhere nearer the equator. On a wet hill in North County Dublin, however, the elements can tend to take over.
3: You have to be running in and out if you're playing cricket, if if, if the rain comes, you're in and out and in and out, you know, and it's... Spoilers the game. Spoilers the game, really. And eventually, maybe, you have to declare that... No the, weather, with the weather will the, weather,
0: the yeah. Cricketers spend so much time just waiting to play cricket. There are so many hours spent pacing and chatting with the opposition in the hope that clearer sky will appear from behind the airport. It's difficult for the dedicated cricketer to explain why he will give up whole weekends of what should be high summer to dress in whitish clothes and sit listening to rain clapping against the galvanised metal of the dressing room roof it's especially difficult to explain why he will go through with such ritual even when he knows that the only outcome can be a draw when he knows that one captain will finally seek out the other agree to call it a day and share the points the stoicism of the club cricketer is born by the knowledge that the elements won't always win after the hour goes forward the evenings become noticeably brighter and warmer and gradually the reek of mown grass and linseed oil pervades the garage. The moment will inevitably come when batsman number one will lean over his bat and nod to the bowler. The wicketkeeper keeper will crouch into position, and the umpire surveying the field one last time will call play. The yearly events of this field are just an example of a whole world that happens almost unnoticed at the edge of the visible weekday existence. To most it would be completely invisible, but for the odd unexpected glimpse across parkland in high summer, or between houses down a quiet suburb in South Dublin. From the inside it all makes perfect sense. Most non-cricketers, however, find the laws of the game bewildering. The,
3: the, game, the game of cricket is cr- Quite confusing, but anyone who understands it, like, would stand all day looking at games. And they go, people around here would go all round Fingal to a game. They'd go here, and then they'd go down to the Nebba to in our county, and then they'd go up to the hills, and and then they'd probably go to Rush and they'd do a tour. Heard Teddy Gildea not to him. bringing the day last year. Like he used to do a tour of, of all the Fingal grounds on the Saturday or the Sunday, wherever the game was i would I'd go up to the nevet now he'd say to whoever he'd be waiting. Then I'd go up to the break and then I'd probably go back into the brigand and he'd be <laughs> getting driven around all day to all the to all the grounds. But when you once you understand the game, there's no there's no problem with it. But and it is confusing. It people it that don't understand
2: anyone that it. It doesn't know much about cricket says it's a very boring game.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyone will tell you it's boring once yeah. they haven't experienced it themselves. Yeah. yeah.
0: I remember how opaque cricket seemed when I first started tuning in to BBC Two. It seemed to involve a lot of standing around that was occasionally interrupted by a burst of general shouting which meant that something had happened. Gradually, after months of study, I could tell the difference between a short leg and a silly point, a batter and a bunny, a declaration and a follow-on. Things might have been much clearer if I had a tea towel like the one pinned to the wall of the tea room in Knockbrack, which has the heading cricket as explained to a foreign visitor
1: you have two sides one in and one on the field and one out each man that is on the side that's in goes out and when he's out he comes in and the next man goes in until he's out when they're all out the side that's out comes in and the side that's being in goes out and tries to get the coming in team out sometimes you get men still in and not out While both sides have been in and out, including the ones not out, that's the end of the game.
0: (laughs) Or, in other words, what unfolds is a succession of batsmen of varying talent to and from the pavilion. At this level, most teams have about three players who do virtually everything. The rest are bit-part players hovering in the wings, in the hope that someday, if only once in a season... Whatever talent they possess will justify their selection. Shot! Oh Luckily, the Leinster Cricket Union can't afford to subsidise neutral umpires for the lower leagues. The club cricketer can take comfort from the knowledge that the standing umpire is usually a member of his own team and usually answers in the negative. It has been suggested that cricket is merely a means of working up an appetite. Every club in Leinster is judged by the quality of its teas. The impression given by even the most state-of-the-art sports centre, complete with squash courts and sauna, can ultimately be dashed by a limp salad sandwich and a dry slice of ginger cake. A good tea is, quite literally, central to the game.
2: You have to, when we half in and it's over, the officers come in then and have a break. It's about a half an hour.
3: And everyone comes in then and enjoys themselves and have a cup of tea. Yes, yeah, so to have hour break at the tea interval in all cricket matches... In Leinster and Fingal and everywhere else, that's the stipulated by the handbook of the of you, Like it's a half an hour, but the tea is part and parcel of cricket. it's always been as long as I remember it. You know,
0: we're in Nockbrack's tea room. It's a priceless relic, a low prefab with a felt roof in need of surgery, two long tables replete with oilcloth and paper plates, and walls littered with the faces of past conquests. Squinting through uncultivated ivy. Ivy which for many years contented itself with the outdoor life and which has recently penetrated the gap between the wall and the roof and now hangs ominously above one of the tables.
4: <laughs> that bit of ivy <laughs> their, their came in. They're wall plants, wall flowers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that little bit <laughs> of ivy came
2: in through the wall and nobody's allowed to.
3: Well, the chap who looks after the crown here, Raymond Payner, is like, he, he more or less. He won't out. let us take it down. Wickets and that and. This thing appeared in here last last season, nineteen ninety five. Rather than someone come along and cut it at the root. and the next thing was it was dead and Raymond came up and said,
2: Who cut divy? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so it came it appeared again this year and we left it there, but it'll no doubt die out. If it gets too big we'll have to cut okay, it and put it out yeah.
0: Exactly halfway through each game the heroes trudge off, applauding each other lamely. Pads and caps are left in the dressing room, and the tea room comes alive with chatter and the tinkling of shared spoons. The two teams sit on opposite tables, their backs to each other. The club scorer, and miscellaneous others, take the small table in between. There is the steam of tea freshly stewed, and cups are raised for top-ups. There is news of matches from the other grounds nearby. Occasionally, some youngster might wander in with the latest score in the test. But usually it's just the game of the day and news of the week just gone that's talked about over a plate of salad or sandwiches. In Knock Brack, the tea and its contents is taken so seriously that it even prompted a show of hands at last year's AGM.
3: Yeah, well, what, what happened there? Uh, like, with you get to the tea, is like... But the previous couple of years, we had been um, serving, sal- serving salads for the teas, you know. And um, the end result of it was, with regard to the salads, was some people liked the salads. Well, a good lot of them liked the salads, but a few people were prepared to have it at the sandwiches. Like, you know, mixed sandwiches and all like that. So this year at AGM, um, we decided to revert back to the sandwiches again. And that's the way it was done all through this mm-hmm. year. But um, I think it has worked out well. Like with right, sandwiches
2: and uh, the women made buns and apple tarts and yeah, it cakes that have worked out very yeah,
3: well, well, nicely. Yeah. It must
4: have been the only club I've ever seen that served salads for mm, a long yeah, time, because yeah, I've yeah. only been around six months. I got, got I, got I got
3: salads in, a, in one club in one Dublin, club. and I forget now which one it was. I'm not sure, was it? Um, I got salads, I think it was one day up in Belvedere. Yeah. It was a cup match, I think. And it was one of those games that started at 11, and you had lunch first and then you had mm-hmm. tea, salads right? for tea or oh, yeah. something, but well, like very much. few clubs uh, yeah. have salads. So a lot really of clubs used to look forward to sandwiches yeah. uh, coming down and having a salad like Well, yeah. yeah. other than that, like, yeah. It worked out very well, actually. It worked yeah. out well
2: now. The teas are very nice there, like I me. Mean, the, when you want to have cakes and buns and biscuits and, and sandwiches, it works out very well. Yeah. the mixture of sandwiches, mixture of sandwiches. Mrs. Donnelly makes
3: apple tarts, and I um, ate them. High,
2: high, 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 cook. Cook. <laughs> <A> high cup, the high cup, the low table, high, high
3: cup, high tea, the low, low tea table, table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Donnelly gives us tea as well. Mrs. Donnelly it. here now, like uh, like I mean, regard to the ladies, Andrew, like she's one of the oldest. Yeah, um, you, no. and this uh, she's been involved with all yeah. of yeah. this clothing they make sandwiches and lead, sandwiches and the nice sandwiches in their pyjama the
2: husband was in the
1: clothing he
3: was the oh, vice oh. president just have a laugh hoping she'd poison a few of them no yeah, she's she's a long time involved with the clothing I mean uh, John's uh, there was a lot of people well, he was here for years, and Sean, she, Sean my son, Sean's captain for years. Yeah, he played, and he went off to MBGs. we can't even get him back. <laughs> We'd you'd have to put him in a straitjacket or <laughs> to bring him back. But then. Um, but yeah. her late husband, like, was it, Vice President. And of uh, the ladies now, there was a whole lot of them over the Sean's mother there, oh, Lord Mishan, or yeah. she was involved with the cricket. Was, yeah. Eddie Lindsay's mother, Kit Lindsay's wife, she was involved. All of those people were involved over the years. But it's more, but excepting the Mrs. Dandy here. It's nearly all a, a younger crowd like this involved with the tea is now, you
2: know. Most of the players' wives, their dogs, their daughters, the tea, you know, and so forth. Anyone <laughs> we
3: can pick
0: up. <laughs> After tea, it's back to the business in hand. Cricket is the only sport where players are expected to perform while stuffed with tea and cakes, so the second innings might be more gentle than the first. The procession to and from the wicket resumes, although this time the roles are reversed. Each delivery each bowler fires down is applauded, each batsman is applauded by the fielders when he arrives to the wicket. There is applause for every scoring shot and sometimes there is applause when a run hasn't been scored. And each batsman is applauded when he returns to the pavilion. Even in the wilds of North County Dublin the old formalities of the game are still observed. dress code is not adhered to as rigidly as it might be. It's not uncommon to see the odd pair of golf shoes or even a shell suit sprinting around the boundary. These complement the usual flannels stained with mud and grass and streaked with red dye where the ball
3: is polished. That's nice <laughs> <laughs> That's the foil inside. The red, red stain is generally uh, comes back to the bowling end. The fella that's
2: bowling mostly has the ball and his damp yeah, uh, the he's red comes tits. off the ball and he shines the ball on his trousers to yeah. get the shine off. Yeah. And the red dye comes, the red off, dye it. The yeah, comes off the ball and uh, it, it stains his trousers. Then when he goes home and his wife is given out, he has an awful job getting the stains out of his That's trousers. His
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's what the dad's going to be. The 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 <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Originally, the white dress was designed to make the ball more visible, but these days it has become part of the tradition. And has developed into something of a uniform:
3: white trousers, white pullovers, white shirt, white shorts, yes. yeah, and so either boots or runners. Most people now use runners, but um, traditionally, playing cricket was always boots with spikes, like because. half yeah. a lot of people now play cricket in, in runners, and, uh, and you see them nearly breaking their neck on a greasy conditions. You know, the next thing you see them running out the ground.
1: Slipping on, the, slipping on the ground,
3: and up and there, and down on the ground, and you know. But uh, traditionally, it, it was. Like but but when they started off a hundred years ago, there,
2: they used to play in in uh a Suit and
3: trousers. So, that was the team that won the cup in nineteen thirty. Hmm. Every one of them is in is in civilian flowers, but they just have white shorts. Just white shorts. They just have white shorts, and then as the years went by, the the traditional dress of the boys crept into crept into it, crept into it. Into it like, yeah. and it's just generally accepted. Like, I mean, if, if if you go to play a game somewhere, or they come here to play a game, and one person goes out in civilian flowers, like in the middle of of the boat's teams, like it looks completely out of place, you know. But it, it's just uh, there's nothing really compulsory about it. Like, no one would object to a person wearing a tracksuit playing a game of cricket, provided they wore a white shirt or a white, or a jumper, or you know, no know. objection.
0: Most people think that cricketers are slobs, and indeed the vast majority of cricketers are quite unfit, relying on the legs of younger players to take care of the business of actually running.
4: How do you have to be, depending on, on, on what you're actually doing, more so a bowler. If you're, if you're just a batsman on the team, yeah, you have to be fit enough to be able to have it, your run. To, to be running between the wickets.
1: Well, so. He doesn't really have to be. When, um, he has to be able to hit the ball far, more yeah. so than be able to run. But, but if it's
4: a bowler, like he has to be able to have a run-up fit enough to carry on throughout the whole game, 15, 20 overs or whatever he has to bowl them. And in the field as well, generally, the, the younger members are put way out on the boundaries and that because they're, they're quicker and, and faster
1: to the ball and that. What are you
2: doing on the ground trying to catch it? Stay on your feet.
1: Mainly the bowlers injure themselves quicker because they're exerting all that pressure on their legs. And my dad there, his knees are in bits from the years of bowling. Uh-huh. Almost every year he has to go to the hospital. As Michael Sharp said at
3: the, at the minor finals junior branch this year, he retired three years ago and he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> retired well, from we, what? We don't know. There was
2: two two guys, and we played that minor cup uh, last Sorry, Sunday week. Last Sunday week and there was two fellas on it that won the, the, that cup the Junior Cup 30 years ago yeah yeah myself, myself and Eddie we won that. the Junior Cup in 1965 uh, and 1965. 1965 yeah and we without them, we were on the same team last
3: week and and we two years two years ago in 1994 we done the g- double again at the Junior level we won the Junior League and Cup yeah, yeah and uh, 29 67. years prior to that we had done it so every thirty yeah. years we're guaranteed a yeah. double yeah. We're every something. We're watch. yeah. every thirty years. Yeah. 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 generally speaking there, you know, like over the years, like the Not Club has won something like like every couple of years at least, like we might win a double, like you could win a cup or you yeah. might win a league or
1: it's rarely a year that we haven't very, won a Very
3: very seldom like we really look we
4: forward to two thousand and twenty five
3: Yeah,
0: as in every sport, there is something special about winning a cup. Perhaps it's the all-or-nothing frisson of the sudden-death format, or perhaps it's the thrill of being seen by family and neighbours in the local reg, wielding a minute lump of dented silverware. To a small club like Knockbrack, the satisfaction of a cup victory is doubled when it means travelling to the trim suburbs of South Dublin to play a team considered superior. Sweeter still when the side from Sandymount sets a total that seems beyond reach.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Only to watch their own bowlers in the second innings being carted into the adjacent bowling green, tennis courts, and private gardens. Total is passed with ease. But is winning really so important?
2: Oh yeah, especially yeah. when you win a cup or win a league or win anything well, like that. It a lot, lot of brings, people are very passionate it about it. brings great, uh, great... It brings the lads on then it keeps the club going.
3: I um, honestly think, myself, with regard to winning trophies, for instance, like right within a club, any club, not just this club, I think it's important more so for the younger fellas. Because... Uh, Younger players in the team, like you know, players like Barry and Sean here, like and Chris Lindsay and Michael Lindsay, and all them chats. And Brady. I mean, we, and Brady, we, are, <laughs> yeah. we have played <laughs> over <laughs> the years, like and I mean, like we get great, we get great kick out of, play, out of being involved with the game and playing in the game. But at the end of the end of the day, like if you if if you're not good enough to win a league, for instance, or a cup or whatever, well, I mean, it's not the end of the world. But I, I think that the younger players, like the young chaps only coming through, like tend to look at it in a different light. Like I think that happens in all clubs. Like you like to get honours, like you know whether it's a league or a cup or whatever. Like. It
2: makes a club when you win something.
3: Yeah, it's only it's only maybe a little medal yeah. or a little flag, but it's cup. the fact that you win the cup. If you don't win Isn't anything, it? you s- you tend
1: to lose interest. That's if right. If you don't yeah. win anything, yeah. Yeah. Like you need to win football, something. Like yeah. you, know, if you
3: get yeah, a county yeah. that. Uh,
2: where it hasn't won the Sam Maguire for years, and then to win it the next thing there's football all over the place.
3: That's it's right, the Same too. with cricket. It was just the same thing that happened last year when Clare won that Ireland Horland final. They hadn't won it for probably fifty years or something. Jeez, there was hurling everywhere. Do you know, Wakeford now this year the same. I mean, mad on Horland.
0: Apart from bringing silverware north of the river, and keeping a small club competitive and alive. A cup victory is the most perfect possible excuse for a celebration. Although, whatever the result, the post-match analysis will invariably take place over pints in the merry cricketer. No,
2: oh yeah. We generally we generally no, invite that. the teams down to Valrodey for a pint or two. That's the local, like that's the, 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 local, local, the local, our yeah. local pub. The local pub. And we generally, when the matches is over, win, lose, or draw, we invite them down to friendly nature. Yeah. yeah, It
3: it it just transfers whatever is the is the nearest uh, the nearest local. pub to the to the club like I mean take for instance Mullingar, which I passed now y- yesterday on the way back. The is covered there on the main road. That's the local pub there for Mullingar and take come to Mullingar homes. So, I mean, there's always a local about Balrathry down there, like a um, or Mortis of Ballock. Mortis belapid. of the lock like up the gentleman. to
2: Jerry Mortis sometimes there. It's on the way back to Dublin, like you know.
0: So what kind of people are we? When it comes down to it, cricketers are usually reluctant to talk about themselves.
3: Well, I think we're just average. average good, of, paper. Yeah. We just make our do our best to try and keep the old club going from year to year. Christ. I mean, it's a struggle sometimes, like an hour. Well, maybe, well most, mostly in Notbrack,
1: it's all the local area that's playing here. Yeah. There's only yeah. one or two that aren't from Notbrack. It's like everybody's connected somehow. Everybody's almost related yeah, to everyone they're, they're else. Uh, well, they're a
3: mixture. Like There's farmers and there's... Well we, we have the bank managers I mean the hills and we have <laughs> solicitors and we have doctors. <laughs> Most of the hills are made up. There's a lot of farmers connected with the hills. There's a, yeah. a lot of farmers connected with the right. Farmers in and Northern here, Nard County. County, there's a lot of farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly all of the Fincairn clubs are farmers. The only one that might not have farmers involved with is Balbriggan they be all more or less in the town.
2: Well, oh, there'd be a few playing, a couple the field of a few playing with them. Well, Thomas
3: Murphy, like a reason, name from Manchester Town, but yeah. he works in Belbrigan, like, you know, but, eh... Uh, but other than that, like... I mean, there's every... Every...
2: It's from doctors to solicitors, oh, yeah. every walk of life playing. Right? We yeah. have surgeons and everything. We yeah. have doctors and We bank Go managers. <laughs> <diving> off,
0: <laughs> <scavular>. <laughs> bank managers or farmers? The confusion of identity seems to extend into perceptions of the game itself.
3: Traditionally, it was supposed to be uh, a gentleman's game. (laughs) But I do often wonder about that. Like when I see some of the games and see some of Dunbarn and some of the decisions and the way people accept them on one side or other, you know, the gentleman goes out of it fairly quickly, you know. But but it is reckoned to be, uh, it's really an English game. Cricket more so than than an Irish game, and I think it was it was actually brought into this country a lot with um, with the English when they were, when they were based here. There was a lot of English based here during the time of the yeah. Tens, yeah, and right. even prior to that. Yeah. And th- 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 there was cricket played in the garrisons, like where they'd be, be- where they'd be based, where the soldiers based. Like I heard Joe Clinton going over this. Like there was one over in Lusk actually. Raymond Femme, yeah, I think oh it was right. taken up with between Lusk and Rush and they had a team there I think at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It actually caused
4: the GAA to be drawn up to stop the Irish people from playing the game That's so right. they would go and play yeah. Irish That's sports. Right. sports. Yeah. The Dragon GAA came in, in in the middle of a den right. so the GAA yeah. drew up their rules and regulations not allowing anyone of that played Gaelic football or Hurling or whatever to play cricket. To play cricket or any other English sport, soccer or rugby or whatever it be
0: it. By September, the season has meandered through a well-established pattern. A few wins and as many defeats, a Saturday and a bank holiday lost to Drizzle and the same tired dressing-room banter. No centuries are scored, nor hat-tricks taken. No bones are broken, nor cricketing records. Yet they continue, even in the knowledge that most people think of cricket as a game played by toffs in cravats. With names like Jeremy and Sebastian,
1: you go on like you're laddie, dot You're English. That's nice. that's the usual phrase. You not know, anyone for cricket, <coughs> strawberries and cream. It's always associated that way. It's just supposed to be boring. But where I go to school, there's a an awful lot of cricketers going to that school. So there's always someone to back you up in the point that it is a decent game to play, and that it's not actually as boring as people like to make it out to be. I was was up in college the other day and we were only
4: after starting and we had to stand up and introduce ourselves to the rest of the class and explain, I was doing a sports coaching course and we had to explain what sports we played and of course it was only myself and another chap from the hills that said we played cricket and uh, the class fell apart laughing, fell apart and um, we just had to explain to them that uh, they don't know what it's like until they try it because it can be really exciting and it can it's a way of living, really, in in, a Fing- in the Fingal area. Yeah. So many people, it, it is. A, it's a way of life. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Before you know it, it's winter, and the season disappears the way it arrived, with a trickle of cancelled fixtures. The visible weekday world takes hold again, and cricket migrates to the southern hemisphere. The future lies in survival, in the hope that the time-worn passion for cricket will renew itself in the next generation.
3: I'd like to see this club continue for for a long time. I'm a long time involved, not very critical but a secondary like you know I would I would like to uh, see the younger people in particular like taking a more genuine interest in and keeping it going because I'm not going to be here all, all always to keep the club going. But uh, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't like to see it happen happen to it that it just Followed it up for now apparently and never ceased to exist.